Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Boss Level, where we interview guests who have leveled up or are bosses in some way or another. I'm Jess Brohard, and I'm joined by Milady Confetti, and we have a really awesome guest. Confetti, first, I'm going to kick it over to you, though, and just ask how you're doing and how you've been. I'm doing good. I'm getting over a little food poisoning from this mm-hmm. weekend, but you That's know terrible. what? I'm doing good. It's Monday. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> We're being honest here. <laughs> yeah, it is Monday. I kind of feel that as well, or I guess it'll be Thursday, hopefully, when people are listening. But yeah. anyway, Kira, we have Kira, please, joining us. I'm so, so excited. Kira, can you say a few words to our guests? What do you want them to know about yourself? Well, hey, guys. First of all, thank you for having me. I'm honored. I didn't know I leveled up and I was a boss. So I'm glad you to be a part. Have. Thank yeah. you. Thank Big you. Time. But hey, guys, I, um, I'm Kira Please, I, I guess I'm a content creator, a streamer, and some other things. I guess we'll talk about that today. Um, I just like to make stuff and put it out on the internet, honestly. Yeah, I was going to say, like you, I was wondering if you called yourself, because I would call, your, call you a content creator, but you do so many different things. So there's like so many different titles yeah. you could give you or that you could yeah. give yourself. <laughs> yeah. What's your main like focus right now? What's your, what's your kind of project that you're most excited about working on right now? Ooh, that's a hard question. Um, but it's also hard to give myself titles because I don't know what I am. I just say content creator <laughs> there, now. There uh, is one title, King. <gasps> yeah, I, I am a king. I call myself King. <laughs> so I'm royalty. So that's fair. Um, big project that I'm working on. Um, 
it's 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 kind of scary to say because I feel like once you say it, it becomes more real. But it is real. But I've been trying to get more into um, comic book and graphic novel making and the creation of that. Um, that's so cool. Thank you. And that's just been a whole ride. Most people don't know, but I've been doing it for about two years. I just haven't put out anything to the world. Um, yeah. So that's been an exciting and uh, just pretty cool journey to kind of see unfold. That's very cool. Do you do everything yourself? The art Absolutely and the not. writing? Oh, I mean, you said you were making. I was like, oh. Absolutely not. No, I'm working um, with a few different artists and um, oh, cool. a few different writers. Um, I kind of, we have, I want to say like a couple different books that we're um, kind of putting together. I'm more so like the creator and the producer. So I kind of mm. go scout out the artists and try to find different people to help with the world building. And then also working with some writers or up and coming writers or people who want to be writers and kind of developing the story with them. So usually it's about like a group of three, three of us until we can expand upon the team. <laughs> For sure. That's very cool. How, and what kind of got you started in that direction? Because, you know, again, it just seems like there's so many things that you do and so many things that you have done. And I totally understand, you know, as a content creator, sometimes what you do will sort of change or what you're focusing on will change. So how did you get specifically into doing like comics and manga and such? Yeah. So, um, well, I've always loved comics. <laughs> yeah, I have so many graphic novels um, that I just was in love with. And I kind of stumbled upon it. I never thought I would make one, but one day I drew a picture. Um, oh, this is so scary because I'm like, I haven't talked <laughs> about this. I haven't talked don't, about this. Hopefully by the time it comes out, like people will like it. I don't know. It's a long process. Trust me. It takes years. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, but um, I always loved like comic books and graphic novels. And one day I just happened to draw a picture on act like I don't know why I was just drawing that was like my therapeutic thing I was trying to do to help with my mental health was just doodling and drawing and one of my friends saw the picture and they said hey do you mind if I like kind of write a story with this or like just make a mock thing and I read the story and it was actually like a children's book and then I was like hey what if we like up the ante like let's make this for adults and um I, I really enjoyed where they were going with the story and what they did with my characters that I decided like you want to like try this out and see if we can do it and that's when I like reached out and kind of scouted out artists and then we got characters developed um and the character designs and then we started developing the story even more and then it, it kind of just fell from there and we've just been working on it ever since that's really cool wait really oh god <laughs> thanks no yeah that's awesome no because you know you talk about like when you do productions and stuff like that like there is a lot of work behind the scenes that a lot of people don't oh, see no. or may not comprehend you know they just see the final product when it's like no i've been doing this for a, long a couple time. of years a long time <laughs> and people are like really it's like it is not that simple mm -hmm. and things <laughs> like they take time like good things yes. take time and you never get what you want off of the first rip you, you kind of go through a lot of rendition and get yeah. to the point where you need to be. So yeah, that's cool that you also are aware. Yes, it takes a lot yeah. of work. People. Well, <laughs> but I, I've been I've been dealing something for a couple of months now and then that's going to be kind of coming out this month. But Ooh. then also, like I talk about, I also reference a lot Cinderella because that was kind of like my first big project I put in the world. Like the dress alone, the bodice alone took so long. I can because imagine. It was just so many people 
involved with that project that I was just like, no, you just showed up and looked like Cinderella. I'm like, no, I didn't. That was the easy part. (laughs) The last part is just showing up is the easy part. All the work that goes into it. That's that was the tough part. (laughs) Yeah. So I completely understand. That's that's insane, though. That's really cool. Hence the crown. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So one way, um, I know I've been following you for a couple years uh, through Instagram, Thank but you. I think I found you through, you did a collaboration with um, a few other cosplayers. And that's how I came to know, come across you and then you came like a Savage X Fenty ambassador. But one thing I was like thinking about before this interview was like, I don't know your origin story. So like, what's like your superhero origin story? Like, who is Kiara, please? Yeah, so I, um, if y'all remember this one, uh, this one website, Tumblr, that's where I started. No, never on. heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I started on Tumblr. And That's so funny. It's weird how this all, well, maybe it's not weird. So on, I was on Tumblr a lot. And this was also like early stages of Instagram where, you know, it's way different now. But um, I was more yeah. so on Tumblr because that was just like the popping website. I was really, really young, but I really enjoyed like just it was kind of like a big Pinterest page and I was like oh I want to like put out fashion and hair stuff like these cool girls on Tumblr so (laughs) I started submitting all my fashion and hair stuff to random um blogs that would just publish me like I would submit like hundreds a day like crazy amounts just to be like I want I didn't know any other way to grow my Tumblr and I wasn't I didn't really have a following on Twitter or Instagram so I was like how do I get people to see me so I was like submit 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 to blogs and some of them actually started posting me and then people started kind of recognize me for I want to say fashion and different hair stuff I used to put a lot of flowers in my hair and do like crazy scarf tops tutorials they weren't really tutorials. They were just pictures of me trying to like put it on. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of how I started getting traction. And within Tumblr, I started just um, promoting my Instagram because I was like, OK, I want to be on like some other platforms as well that I find cool. Um, and that's when I started growing more of a following on Instagram. And then it kind of it blew up for hair. And then all of a sudden I randomly decided to cosplay. I don't even know why. I, I don't even think I knew what it was. And then that's when it like doubled. <laughs> and that was like insane to see. I think it was Garnet from Steven Universe. And it was just a lot of posting on Tumblr, being consistent at that. And then also trying to outsource and promote my other channels as well for different yeah. other content. So that's kind of how it began, Tumblr. Thanks, Tumblr. <laughs> Rest in peace, Tumblr. Rest in peace. <laughs> is it not still around or is it just like a dead site now? It's like, it's, it's, it's still there. around, right? It's, it's just there. It exists. It exists. <laughs> I don't know how it's many people a, use it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um. <laughs> that is so fascinating, though, because like that's, uh, yeah, that's just very, very interesting that you you blew up on Tumblr first and kind of segued that to your other social media. Um, and one thing I one kind of theme I'm noticing about a lot of the successes that you've had is that it was something you almost kind of went into on a whim rather than, you know, like you said, you kind of accidentally um drew a, a comic and kind of oh, somehow yeah. got into uh cosplay instead of necessarily intentionally setting out to do that is that how you've always been do you kind of you know go maybe yeah. where the universe takes you or would you say you have more of a kind of set path and, and goal that you try to follow you actually pointed out something i wasn't even aware of that's good to know <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know um i think 
a lot of stuff I have accidentally discovered. And I think that was also through just trying things. And then within, within trying something, I'm led another way, which becomes my new path. So I want to say a lot of things I do, I stumble upon, but then when I get into it, I try to be intentional. Like if I I try to be like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I kind of want to put my all into it and see how far I can go and how much I can do and how much explore this whole new world. So I think after discovering the things that I think I'm good at, that's when I kind of go like, okay, full speed ahead. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) So a, a mixture of both. For sure. I'm, I'm a big fan of like, you know, I, like, I don't know if it's considered because I haven't done much reading on like the like law of attraction and, you know, that kind of stuff. But I think there's something to do with it that like I I'm I'm a big fan of just kind of letting things come to me rather than and maybe I'm maybe I'm just lazy. But no, like, I don't if, no. I, if I have to expend so much energy and try so hard at something and it's just not working. Mm-hmm. Like, I would rather just kind of let something naturally sort of come to me, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, no, that's, no, that's, that's, that's very perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> I mean, a lot of a lot of times that's how it just happens, because, yeah, you never you never know until like you stumble upon something. You're like, oh, True. I do love like pineapples on pizza. I don't. Yep. I don't. Whoa, wait a minute. But, oh, I do. Uh, cut the podcast. Oh. Cut the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, who, who, who would have known if I never, you know, I never, I don't like yeah. pineapple on pizza. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. More I'm for sorry. me. I'm sorry. <laughs> what is your favorite pizza topping though? Oh, you're going to hate me. I don't really care for pizza that much. Oh my gosh. But... It's what did not- you do when you went, went to New York for your billboard? What did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the one thing you got to get when you go to New York. It's like, pizza's okay, right? It's cool. Like, it's there. It's easy. It's accessible. But I would never, like, openly choose pizza. Okay. Oh, okay. That's like your go-to food. Sushi. Yes. Mm. Sushi. You do order sushi a lot on Steam. <laughs> You're like, I had to order food. It's sushi. It's just, I, I'm, I think I'm addicted. <laughs> I think I'm definitely addicted. What's, what's your favorite type, like roll or, or, you know, what's your favorite type of sushi? I used to think it was unagi, eel, but okay. I'm starting to think it might be like yellowtail and albacore. I like I a lot yellowtail. of, yes, I love a lot of sushimi. I hope I'm okay, pronouncing yes, that right. So- I'm so sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but those like I'm I'm gravitating towards those a little bit more. But I do love Gogil eel from time to time. And yeah. mm-hmm. you're um because I know I frequent your stream all the time. I'm usually lurking and doing work, but I know Stop. the one time, the one last time I was chatting, we need stop. I mean, okay, thank you. I mean, I've been lurking too. I'm I'm like, all right, bye. Like, I, she's so cute. She doesn't like. She's not taking any of these compliments. She's just so it's like, like, like. I think we're just embarrassing her more I, than anything. It just it baffles my mind that people like like me. I'm just like, why? Um, tell me, is there an ulterior motive? I don't know. I don't get it. I never understand. But I, I'd be lurking too. I'm the type of streamer that lurks. I, I'm not but, a chatter. <laughs> But the thing is, that no, but exactly. We're talking about this topic. I think you had some people on voice chat. I was just typing in chat when I could get a second. But like you're talking about like, you know, you talk about your rise from Tumblr and how everything populated to like your other platforms. I know like you just you were partnered this year on Twitch, right? Yeah. Um, Crazy. So you had like a lot of things like going on. You were just in a billboard in New York City where you didn't have pizza. So... <laughs> <laughs> But when we talk about all these big things, I think during that stream, you're being very vulnerable and talking about like 
how you don't always do things or sometimes you don't know what's going or sometimes when things fail. So how do you deal with, you know, something that's quote unquote a failure? Um, mm. And what do you like take from that experience? I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm trying to. It's a it's a work in progress. This is something that I was actually like thinking about the other day. Um, I don't know if I take failure well. And I, and I think that I'm working on it. I try to like look at failure as like, OK, it's just like a learning experience. But sometimes I feel like I take it very personal because I do try to put my all into things. So I'm like, dang. yeah. Like it, it makes it's gonna make me sad. Oh my god, it's gonna make me cry. Yeah, no, it's not make me <laughs> No, but um, I've been trying to work on it. I actually, I actually recently went to Georgia, and um, my uncle, he was thinking about me, and he gave me this book, and um, I've been trying to read it. Um, and it, it, it was basically just about controlling your mood and like failures and successes and how that impacts um like your daily habits what you think about um and just trying to reprogram my mind because I do get so like emotional about things to a fault sometimes sometimes it's good sometimes it's not um and you're also re- human and you're allowed yeah, to feel yeah. your feelings. I, I forgot about that. <laughs> and that means that you care about these things that you're doing. Like if yeah. you fail at something that you don't care about, it's like you, you know, if you don't get emotional about it, well, you clearly didn't care that much. Like you were obviously a person who puts a lot of passion and emotion into things, which I think is good. I mean, especially like as an artist, you mm-hmm. just have that emotion that you have to convey, you know, otherwise, yeah. like, what are you doing? Right. Exactly. Exactly. You hit the na- what, nail on the donkey tail, tail yeah. on the donkey. Oh, <laughs> yes. What's the same the nail on the head and nail the, the tail head. on the donkey. Yes. <laughs> that. that. I really like that. I though. love your catchphrases. I know that same, very same shame. You were just like, you ever just look at your left elbow? I'm like, what? <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> and I love you for it. Cause I'm like, wait a minute. Do I look at my left elbow? Like, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I've been trying as of recently just to like breathe, take a moment instead of just always like reacting all the time and trying to take a step back and be like, okay, well, why do I feel this way? How can I learn from this? And what can I do better going forward? Because at the end of the day, I don't know if any failure is actually a failure because it gets you towards where you need to go. Um, I know there's that one, another saying, fail fast. It's like fail faster or something like that oh. to six. I, I forgot. It's like the faster you fail, the more you learn and the quicker you can get to the destination. Yeah. Essentially. I That's agree with that. Yeah. 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 That, that and then, yeah. And then watching movies. I really love watching TV shows and movies <laughs> to get my mind yeah. into a yeah. different world. <laughs> I said, I saw your takes on Game of Thrones. I was like, okay. I yes. have so I have such harsh opinions <laughs> that I'm scared to tell on the internet. So I tweet and delete. Oh, did, <laughs> you delete it? did you delete it? I don't know if I, I don't think I did. I don't think I did. But I think I that mean, you weren't wrong. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Someone said they didn't like Game of Thrones. and I almost blocked them. But I was like, here, calm down. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> like, calm down. It's OK. <laughs> but then like the follow up was like, until we get to the season that we shall not name. Yeah. And it's like, OK, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then there's that. But yeah, I'm still working on it. It's 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 a it's a learning it's a experience. Yeah. yeah, it's a process. What do y'all do? I would love to learn from y'all. <laughs> well, what see, do we when, fail? see when yeah. you tell me that I because so, I'm like <laughs> I don't know. I just cry on the floor. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh no, man, it's hard. It's hard out here. I cry on the floor. My cat comes in here and smacks me. Like get up. I'm like okay. 
I am also very um, emotional and I tend to get very emotional when I fail. And I would say like, okay, maybe I don't know if this will help, but the thing, the biggest thing that I've learned from failure is that, yeah, in some ways it's a learning opportunity because you can look at, well, what can I do better for next time? But there are going to be times when you didn't do anything wrong and you still quote unquote failed, like, you know, just something. And, and like, it's, it's. I just really, really have to remind myself every single time, like not to take it personally, you know, like if there is maybe an opportunity that I felt I should have gotten that I didn't get, you know, it's yeah, I I'm allowed to be upset about it. But then I kind of have to remind myself like, well, you just don't know what it is they're looking for. You just don't know. You know, it's not that they didn't want you. It's that they specifically wanted something else, maybe. And I don't know, you know, that's (laughs) that's not that helps at all. No, that's actually a good point. point. But it's also all right to be upset. Like, that's valid. You know, you you can feel your feelings. And, yeah. Yeah. I know for me, like, like an actual answer. Like, I do actually cry on the floor. But (laughs) when I'm not crying on the floor, um, I remember, like, a specific example. Like, a lot of people don't. I don't share it often. But I cosplayed as Todoroki. And it failed. Um, I am not used to, like, and I mean, like, as far as, like, engagement and stuff was concerned. And I know, like... There's a whole point to this, but like engagement, like I think got 50 likes on Instagram, which is not normal for me. It got like 80 on Twitter. And I said, what did I I, like? I saw that as a fair. I'm like, I drove. I got a photographer. I got special effects. I got all the things. I said, why did he fail? Like, it just didn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me either. (laughs) And and like, I know I I was so hurt for that. I didn't actually cry. I think I got like very upset because I was just like, I put my heart into this. I was like, why didn't people like it? And my mentor actually had to say he was like, yeah but 50 people still did. Mm. But 80 but he's like but 80 people still did. Mm. And that's worth something. Like and the thing is it's like and also like stop thinking about metrics cuz you're going to drive yourself up. Oh yeah, like social and media is insane. That oh. was, and that and that was honestly I was getting caught up in that and it's like and they were like did you have fun? I said, I did. It's like did you learn something from that as far as like, you know, photography and what you like and what you don't like with certain things? I was like I did. Um and also like because I have anxiety and ADHD, like I tend to just be all over the place and erratic. So I actually took something from my higher education degree. Thanks, mom. I'm using my degree Um, called a SWOT analysis. So it's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. So I was able to categorize what kind of went, how that kind of shoot went so I can have something tangible to look at and then not repeat the same things or repeat the things that did work. So having a photographer and somebody who understands how to photo, how to, you know, take photos of dark skin. I needed that. Yeah. <laughs> because sometimes your girl was looking ashy and I said, I am not casket ready today. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but that was something that was like, that was a strength. I was like, I found somebody who I know how I can work with. So that works. And then it went from there. So like having something that a system that tangibly works. So I don't get stuck in my feelings. Mm. Um, you, oh, I know you watch a lot of anime, but you know, when Itachi's like Genjutsu and Naruto, Sakura and um, Granichiro, they got caught in his um, Genjutsu mm-hmm. and they needed somebody to touch him to get it out of it. That's me. I'm like, I need a shoulder touch. Ah. <laughs> so that's what I need. So I don't get caught in that. And that's my tangible system that works for me. That's beautiful. But that's oh. really beautiful. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> heed some of the things y'all do into my life. Don't, <laughs> don't so cry on the floor. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I do that too. Nice and cry on the floor. I do that too. It's fine. <laughs> You're really like putting a lot of faith in us that like you know that we know what we're doing. I mean, it's like, sound advice. Like it's not. <laughs> it's not bad. Like it sounds like I'm here and I'm like maybe I should try that. Like <laughs> sounds good. I'd be doing the same thing. Like. <laughs> 
Well, uh, do y'all think this would be a good time to take a little bit of a quick ad break then? I think so. Alrighty. Well, we will be right back. Don't go anywhere and hear a word from our sponsors. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Okay, and welcome back. We're still here with Jess Brohard and Kiara, please. And I am also your host, Milady Confetti. I want to just want to jump back in. Um, I know we're talking a lot about like advice and things that you're going to follow, but being that you've been in the, you know, doing content creation for so long, what is some advice that you would give somebody who wants to do what you want to do? Ooh. Okay, first of all, it doesn't always happen overnight. Okay, it takes time. And I didn't even recognize how much time and how much like of my life that I've spent within like just being on the Internet. Like, I think I started in 2012 (laughs) and I'm just like, this Mm. is a long time. And a lot of the people you see, they've been working at it just because they may have blown up now doesn't mean they haven't been creating videos in the past or been um, doing cosplay or doing voice acting or doing all these auditions until one of them hit. And you're like, you, you just see the success. So be patient with yourself um, and also be open to change and learning what works for you. Um, a lot of times people might try the same thing over and over and over and not understand why they're, why they're not getting the success or the eyeballs or the brand deals that you want, but be open to be flexible with your own content, um, and trying new things. I, I think sometimes we get even we get scared to change and switch things up even when we do find some success. And then all of a sudden we feel like, we're now stagnant and we don't understand, but we're trying the same tactics. And sometimes it's okay to do that, but it's also okay to just do something different, try new things <laughs> and um, see what other things will work for you and what other things that you enjoy. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's crazy that now this is like a job because when I was doing it or started, it was, I never thought about it as a job which is like a wild turn of events. Um, yeah. Shout out to my um, my degree. I went in for creative advertising. I guess I do that for a living Yes, now. we're <laughs> using our degree. Yeah, thanks mom too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also I think one major thing, if you're like actively trying to get in this career field um, to have as a job is make sure you're taking care of your mental health because yes. y- as much as social media is a tool, it's also very taxing. Like it's not the type of job where you go in, clock in and clock out. Like you constantly, whether you want to or not, you constantly keep thinking about, okay, what about new ideas? I want to do this. I want to stream this, or I want to try this. And you don't shut off your brain. So make sure you're taking those moments and time to shut off your brain and go do something else and not make it about content, you know, go to a museum and don't, don't post on your story. Just go, go hang out with friends and not 
think about these things because I think sometimes you really do need that clear break while it's also beautiful to share your life. Sometimes it does become about like what you're saying. It can come become about engagement and why don't people like this or how come I'm not growing? And as much as it's great to grow, it's not all about that. If that makes sense. Hopefully I, I agree. love that. I love everything you just said so much because we like, we also, I feel like the like streamer culture is all about like hustle and like, mm. you know, the, you're always grinding yeah. and Ooh, in a way culture. like Oof. yeah and I, it's i'm terrible. learning it too now i'm just yeah. like oh my god i like five hours out of your day is it doesn't seem like a lot but then when you're doing it almost every day you're like wait a minute i need it yeah. oh sorry there was one time there was one time i was working i started at like 8 a.m and then it was 1 a.m and i said what <laughs> the time I'm still still sitting sitting at, oh my god i'm sitting at this computer and that's not healthy for your body sometimes you gotta stand up like and stretch (laughs) yeah well and that kind of goes back to like what you were saying about you know when you're maybe creating like a comic book or a cosplay there's so much work that you do behind the scenes and it's just like streaming there's so much you do when you're not actually streaming to help your stream Mm -hmm. and then these viewers like they only see like the little kind of like the the chunk of the iceberg that's sticking out of the water they don't Mm -hmm. see you know the gigantic everything below the surface that you do around the clock. But like, yeah, it's so important to take care of your mental health. And there was, um, oh, and I also wanted to go back a little bit um, to what you were saying about, you know, like if you're, if you're trying new things, you need to make sure to kind of like try and see what works and not like necessarily keep kind of spinning your wheels um, at something that's not working. Cause that's something I see a lot of uh, streamers doing that are kind of on the beginning of their content creation journey is they won't necessarily explore maybe other platforms or other options. Mm-hmm. They'll put themselves in a box and they'll get kind of stuck on the like Twitch partner, you know, label or like a goal. And they'll think that that's the only path for them when realistically they could be, you know, very fulfilled creating content on YouTube and maybe mm-hmm. growing faster that way or, or, you know, doing something else. Have you ever felt um, pressure to kind of be something or like put yourself in a box like that? Or, or are you more always like, true to yourself um I definitely have felt the pressure to only cosplay at times because I did uh you know grow a lot um while cosplaying and sometimes I would get like frustrated while it's great to be a cosplayer I I started getting frustrated that people didn't see these other things and, and parts of my personality that I I actively wanted to share and do. And they kind of not on purpose, but put me in a box. And I was just like, I would just get so frustrated. I'm just like, y'all are making me not like doing this because I'm like, yeah, I want to be a voice actor too. Like, Hey, can you pay attention a little bit of that? Or like, I also want to talk about, I don't know, food for a little bit. And like, I have these other interests. Um, and I started putting myself in the box thinking that I not, I can't make any other content because no one will care. Um, th- I don't think that anymore. It took some time, yeah. but I was just like, okay, I like, I need to, sh- I just need to share more of these other things and other interests. So people can understand, like, I'm not just this one thing. Um, while it's great to be that one thing and I'm so happy and grateful for the experiences and the opportunities it has given me. Um, I also am blessed to say that it's also given me opportunities in other realms and other fields that I find so much joy in that I do want to kind of, um, explore. And I think that's okay to kind of 
slow down on one chapter of your life to see what this other book is about for a little bit. Um, but yeah, that did, that was a little like frustrating at a time because it's like, how does something that provided me so much joy also put me in a box, if that makes sense. <laughs> Can I say, I'm trying not to get emotional right now because I felt the same exact way. Ooh, child, like, I'll be scared. I'll like, be so sad. I'll be no, like, I'll be like, like I, I, I started to feel it with cosplay and then I kind of reclaimed that energy for me. So I only do things when I feel like it, but Same. it was more so with a game for me. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore because it was Milady Confetti, the DVD streamer. And I'm like, mm. I am so much more than this stupid game. It's not it's not stupid. It's actually a really fun game. But like <laughs> I got closed in the box and then like when I would do other things no one would be there. And like, I was just like, but you know, the, talking about you pour your heart into the thing. And then here I am crying on the floor. Like I'm about it to just get felt, it felt like, it felt like a vicious cycle. And it's like, then I talk about like things like, you know, I don't want to be put on a box or don't put me on, you know, this platform over here. Like when I'm just human and trying to figure out like what sticks to the wall. So mm. then I had been afraid to try things. And then come this new year, I said no more. And I started streaming resident evil village. I don't know what number. I don't know how to count. Um, I started streaming that because I was just like, I want to, I want to break away from this. It's not that I don't love that though. I still stream it once in a while, but it's like, yeah. And I like, I know like I'm probably older than you, but like, you're somebody I've like always looked up to for like in content creation. I will it's like, cry. <laughs> no, no, but no, it's, it's real because it's like, I didn't see many black girls. I didn't see many black girls doing things. And then it's just like, Oh wow. Like, to see the platform that you had and just it's just it was just like that was just a moment for me like that all the things you said to know that you're not alone like even whatever you know what i'm saying no no that was actually <laughs> my brain very, my brain is braining that was very reassuring and is it cathartic what, what's what's the word like yeah uh, it, that that was nice to hear i think i needed to hear that because like a lot of times we feel these emotions alone and while i know it's not it's not I'm not the only one going through it. It's nice to yeah. actually hear someone in like similar spaces, um, just just relating. And um, yeah. I will cry. Sometimes <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I sometimes I'm cautious about what I put on Twitter, particularly my Instagram. Like private stories are just me like crying on the floor. But like, <laughs> I really wish I wasn't. That's the honest that truth. But like. So, because sometimes it's just like then it gets seen as like, well, you have all of this, you mm. have this with Logitech and this and blah 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 blah. But I'm like, okay, but like I want to do this thing over here. Like I want to <laughs> talk about anime. I want to talk about like other things. I want to talk about you know putting paint on my face yeah. because I just like to do it. I want to talk about going on hikes. And it's like sometimes like when people just see you as this thing, mm -hmm. that's tough. Yeah. And it's like you know you don't want to disappoint people, but at the same time like I'm disappointing myself Ooh, so like preach preach i don't know it's preach. it's it's nice to know that i'm not alone and yeah. i'm not gonna cry because this makeup is bomb it's okay me neither i'm not i'm gonna i will cry after <laughs> <laughs> cry after oh my gosh no thank you for sharing um yeah thank wow. you for sharing because I, I don't i don't feel like i don't feel like i'm losing it <laughs> same <laughs> Thanks. This is one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is I feel like I like we as hosts are able to learn so much from our guest each time. And it's just wonderful. Like, I feel like we all level up, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is this. I feel like this has put me on a new level. Like, thank you again for having me. This was this is great. <laughs> of course. Oh, I think we also have some questions from Twitter. Oh, Ooh. shoot. Good point. <gasps> Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> 
Shoot away. Um, some so Lumpy Shinobi asks, I love that name. With the increased spotlight on geek culture in the last 10 years, has the demand for cosplayers also also rise, risen? And how has that affected them? I had to adjust that. Yeah. Verbiage. <laughs> okay. I would like to say I know nothing. Don't listen to me at all. Um, these are just my opinions. <laughs> I'm still learning and trying to adult like everybody else. So be patient with me. Um, but I think with the rise of geek culture, I definitely have seen a lot more spotlight in diversity within the space as well, um, which is, I think, cool to see. Um, can you say that last part of the que- the last part of the question again? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. Has there been a demand more for cosplayers? Um, and also, how do you think that's affected them? Mm. I- Hmm, this is a hard question to answer because, you know, I don't know anyone else's experience, um, but I will say there's a lot more people in the space. So I, I'm guessing that has um, created more of a demand for people to want that type of content. But also, like, in general, I feel like this space has become so hungry as far as just like outputting something um, yeah. And I think that TikTok is an attest a to that because it's almost like if you're not posting like 16 times a day, then you are irrelevant. Yes. And I'm just like, Jesus, making one oh video be taking hours, bro. <laughs> so I definitely feel like the demand has gone up. But I also feel like in a certain way, it's also leveled out because there are so many cosplayers. There's like no way that you're not probably getting one cosplay a day from somebody um yeah so uh eh, eh, eh. i don't know (laughs) i think it definitely like showcases i think definitely more diversity in the space Mm. like this is kind of the first time in maybe the last decade i've seen more people who look like me yes who are not who are not just like being podcasters or people who are hosting shows like maybe like on Crunchyroll or like Mm -hmm. any of like g4 or any or anything like that not even just like anime related but like like, like the, all around I the board. Just, I was just like, I was just like, oh my god! Like that, like that is cool. And also with voice acting too. Mm-hmm. Like I love seeing that. I yeah. just, I just, especially in anime, I'm like, I love, I love seeing black. I love men. it. Yeah, which is, it's really cool Perk. to see. I definitely feel like it's um as of these recent years, it's definitely broken into mainstream, which I feel like inherently yeah. makes it a better um a better community because we are able to see all these different perspectives from different types of people and also see people who wouldn't traditionally be in this space be yes be in the space and learn about it and also find interest in it um which is crazy because i'm like for real jordan got a uh, a collab that's crazy i was like i would have <laughs> never seen that when i was in middle school <laughs> no yeah so it's crazy i'm just like wow like and it's being recognized and i think respected which is a big thing because i think um m- like me growing up it wasn't really respected it was kind of just like mm, keep that over there um right. now it's like you don't watch anime <laughs> right <laughs> it's the opposite <laughs> But also, like, when Megan The Stallion, like, when she did that Todoroki um, cosplay on the yeah, cover of a magazine, I forget I which magazine. Yes. I was like, what? Yes, I forgot like, about is that. that. I was like, of course it is. I'm like, she's not doing that in the fire, in the ice. Come on. There's 
oh, I was just one like, character okay. that does that. I was like, all right, all right. I was like, I see who's idea was this. <laughs> I was like, cool. It's on the cover. That's wild. I'm like, ooh, we have made a way. We've paved some ways. <laughs> and I love how like the OGs of like anime are just like welcoming. A lot of us are mm. just like, no, come over. We want to. <laughs> we want to talk more anime with yeah. people. Please, yes, yes, join it's, us. <laughs> it's 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 crazy, and it, it's it's cool to see. Like you said. Um, not just in like solely cosplay, but people going into these different spaces, like as far as like clothing, the fact that Hypeland is basically like a mainstream brand. Um, that's I love Hypeland so much. Yeah, Jordan, he's mm-hmm. doing his thing. I'm like, that's he's amazing. I'm like, you are killing it. Um, like having- when he came up and hugged me, he was like, oh, hey, I was like, why do you know who I am? <laughs> I'm just like, wow, like you, you, you did the thing. And like, yes. I recently saw that um, Cutie Pie Sensei, Jasmine, um, she talked about it with me a while back, but she's starting yeah. her own swim, swimwear, swimwear, um, anime swimwear. And I'm like, that's freaking amazing like congratulations that's so For cool real. <laughs> like and just being in like taking this one niche and putting it into all these different communities and sprinkling it and make it just yeah. a little nice is, is really dope and all my senpai with the loungewear like oh I for- see there's, there's i don't i don't know if we're allowed to like link all these awesome black um <laughs> anime inspired places but like we really should i don't know iheart we, we should do that though if you can not sponsored but like please <laughs> link them somewhere so i have a question for both of you then since you know this is a topic that obviously you know i can't relate too much like you know i'm white and so growing up there were all these you know there's a ton of white representation everywhere i looked never something i struggled with so what would be the advice that you two would give to maybe younger people of color who are growing up and don't necessarily see themselves represented like what was it that kind of kept both of you driving forward as you saw you know oh like there aren't really a lot of other black women doing what I'm doing what was it that that motivated y'all and and that you can pass on to the next generation um for me it the motivation was that there wasn't many black women and I was like all right I'm gonna do it and make sure everybody else knows they can too so they feel comfortable because sometimes it's scary you know um I I definitely wanted to be like dang, I, I want to advocate for you can do this thing. Like, I think Issa Rae's a good um, portrayal of yeah. that. Like, you can have, like, you can act and you can make your own production company and create your own shows and be writers in these spaces that tra- tra- traditionally you wouldn't see yourself. So I think just becoming that person that I would want to see um, to allow other people to also become that person that they want other people to see and kind of making it like a domino effect because you no, know, it just takes one and then it takes another and another and another and then boom. And then you're one of us. Yes. You're not one leaving. Of us. Exactly. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> what about you, lady? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I think, I think I was just the type of person, just like kid to adult like, I just always thought that anime was cool. And like, yeah, sure. Like I got bullied and I got ousted and, you know, pushed to the side for it and all the other stuff. But like, I thought it was cool. It was something that engaged my imagination um, from things like Sailor Moon. I was just like, I want to be like Sailor Mars. I want to be like Sailor Pluto. Like, I, I don't I don't know. Like, I just I just always thought it was cool. So like, yeah, while externally it did suck, like I still always because I was always I was I'm also an only child, so oh my I didn't like I also did didn't know. have like a lot of friends. Oh yeah, I'm an only kid. Um, <laughs> hi mom. Um, happy Mother's Day. Um, so um, 
I don't know. I think it was just like that escape for me. But then also like it was kind of cool when I got those moments where I could talk to other people about anime. And actually this year it was something that because it wasn't always something I talked about publicly. But one of those things, along with playing Resident Evil Village, a lot of things are coming from this one very game. But like <laughs> after I was complete, the, after I completed the game and everything was fine and the world didn't disintegrate around me, mm-hmm. I said yeah, like kind of like you were mentioning earlier um, when we were talking about like take risks, do things. So like I talked about anime out loud. I talked about my experience. I talked about being bullied. And I was like, yeah, that sucks. But Yusuke Yurameshi is one of the greatest characters ever in anime ever. You will never convince me otherwise. And then I found friends from saying that out <laughs> yes. loud. I was like, OK, cool. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, I don't know. I just always been at least in that department. I've been very, very, very true to myself. And I'm just like, if I'm having fun. You can throw all the spitballs you want at me. Like, yeah, for sure. I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. And I think you inherently being like comfortable with that side of your personality has led people to also become comfortable um, with those sides of themselves that they might shy away from because of how people will perceive it. So that's kudos to you, man. Kudos to you. <laughs> can we end the podcast? Because Kara's trying to make me cry and I'm... <laughs> I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Are you going to go cry on the floor or right here, though? (laughs) Right here. This is my crying mat. Right here. Oh, okay. This is actually a Highland rug. Oh, my gosh. I carried this to the New York subway. This and another rug. Jordan was like, you're going to carry that home? I was like, yes, I will. Yes, I will. (laughs) Thank you. I'll see you at the next meetup. (laughs) Lovely. I love that for you. (laughs) Jess, we got to get you to watch some anime. I know for our, I used, for our I was, viewers or for our listeners, what is an anime that Jess should start listening, start watching? Yeah. Like just That's to a kick really off, like a good starter anime. Mm. Everyone's going to say Attack on Titan, right? No, I was not listen to them. I was not listen to them. Don't listen to them. Okay. I, no. say, I feel like everyone that I follow on Twitter, mm-hmm. I, they're always posting about Attack on Titan. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll watch a couple episodes. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> no. A lot. A lot. That's, that is not a, that's not a good startup. <laughs> Really? Okay. Well, no. yeah. Well, then what's in your opinion? What's some, what are some good ones I, I should start with? Because like way back in the day, I was a fan of anime and like in high school and college, but I kind of fell out of it. Like after, after college, I just haven't. So like, I mean, I graduated college in 2010 because I'm old. So literally it's been <laughs> since like 2010 that I've watched anime. And I know it's okay. like, there's so, it's like, there's so many new ones that yeah. have come out in the last, yeah. you know, decade. Yeah. They blew uh, up. But, um, hmm. I would say, yeah, you go class, first. I would say, because I'm a person that is very story driven. So like, that's okay. why a lot of the big like shown shonens and some shoujo like don't capture my brain because I'm like, if okay. you don't have a story, you lose me. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Things that have a really great story, I would say Fruits Basket. Um, OK, yeah, I, I read I read that manga back Ooh. in the day. Is it you still should, like so is it like a so still, it's on like, still continuing the story or is it like is it? Are you Actually, talking, it- so yes, yeah, so they did the remake. <laughs> so okay. Here we go. So they did the remake that is on okay. Hulu, and then they also have the prequel. I believe that they're working on, um, okay. which I don't know much about, but I'm prepared to cry. Okay. Um, there's another one. It's called Classroom for the Elite. Um, okay. That one know. came out a while ago, but it's 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 very short. It's, I think it's only twelve or thirteen episodes. Um, okay. Oh, nice. It can. It's not graphic, but it can be intense. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I like things that kind of um, that challenge me, like to think about like the society and stuff that we live in, because that's Mm -hmm. just the type of person that I am. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you want something that's like, I guess, a bit longer, I say Yu Yu Hakusho because it has a beginning and an end. 
I like things that have an ending. This is a okay. lot of shade to Dragon Ball Z, and I do not care. No, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I like things so like, much oh, shade to Dragon Ball Z. But Dragon Ball Z is like forever long, right? Isn't it? I remember it does, it's like it on has the Dragon Road for like five episodes, and it's so much filler. And they take ten, like I child power up or don't <laughs> Goku is still a deadbeat dad the like I just I can't I am over it <laughs> uh, yeah I don't um, think I don't think I'll be starting with Dragon Ball Z or I wouldn't even no I think I'll just skip that one entirely <laughs> yeah. no worries but what about I you, believe <laughs> it is time for one more ad break before we come back for some more awesome anime discussion don't go anywhere listeners we'll be right back at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, 
during and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. Attack on Titan is graphic. That will yeah. give you, like, if you are not used to that. Which I, I like horror movies, so I'm okay with that. Oh, great. Oh, yeah, good guy. Oh, that's great. You're fine. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah great. So that, that might actually be great. I'm just... Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Then go for it. <laughs> that might be might be right up my alley. I'm like I'm one of those people that like or maybe this is weird, but like horror movies super help with like my anxiety cuz like if I'm anxious about like or like which I'm like horror anxious, movie. I love horror. Um one that I really like, I don't know if I would say this is my favorite one I really like is The Boy. Do you know it? I don't think I've with, heard of it. It's this girl um goes uh to like England to become an au pair for Oh wait, wait. We're going to come back from an <laughs> okay. ad break. Okay, okay. We're okay, going to okay, talk okay. about okay. this. We can yeah. do that. We'll, okay. We'll okay. All right, listeners, welcome back to Boss Level. You know what? We were having some amazing discussion on the break, so we decided we're just going to hop back into things. We're going to bring 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 this back around to this discussion. So we're talking about horror movies. Horror movies. We're talking mm-hmm. about a movie called The Boy. So I was just describing for Confetti and Kiara what The Boy is about. And I'm not going to spoil it, but it's it's this young woman goes to, I think, England to become like an au pair for this young boy. She shows up and the parents go, yeah, we're gonna, you're going to take care of our son Brahms. And here he is. And they present her with yes. a doll. Yes. And she's kind of looking at them like, is this a joke? And they're like, no, it's not a joke. And then mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it. But so, Kiara, do you know do you know that one? I feel like so, I've okay. heard of it. I feel and like I'll, I've I'll say I'm, again, I'm still not going to spoil it, but like, like creepy things will happen. Like she will like, so she'll, she'll go, she goes along with it. She decides like, she'll actually take care of this doll. So she like puts him in a chair and then leaves the room, comes back. He's like on the floor or like, and like on the bed or something like that. Like, he has moved. So she doesn't ever like witness the doll moving, but like he'll like creepy things are happening. Yeah. Oh my God. I know what you're talking about. I feel like I know what you're talking so about good. too. Yeah, you, I don't. Yeah. You're probably gonna watch that tonight. Like, no, probably. Oh, I mean, yeah. I love a good horror. I love a good psychological okay. thriller. They're they're the best. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, okay, the reason I love horror movies so much is because if I am like anxious about anything, it's something that maybe isn't going to happen, but it's something that is grounded in like the real world. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, I worry that like all oh, my friends hate me. You know, or I worry, you know, whatever I'm worrying about. It's something that is grounded in the real world. And then I watch a horror movie and I'm like, this is a crazy concept that would never happen. Like Final Destination as like gory and stuff and as scary as it is. I never, I haven't, I'm not, I don't have to worry about death coming but after that me. that truck thing. You know? The, the, the dog, yes. that, but that's, Ooh, that's real. I don't like to drive behind I anyone the other towing week And I said, absolutely not. Mm. I pulled over to the side. Mm. I yeah. said, I will not be behind this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way, but... <laughs> Scary movies make me feel something. I'm just like, ooh, yeah. I'm terrified. Um, <laughs> I love I feel like, is that good? No, I love it. I think I think the thing that I enjoy about like scary movies, it, it's because some of them, if they're done really well, they make me think. Like, yes, yes. Like, I, I think I was. Can I curse? Am I allowed to? No. Yeah, we're grown. Okay. Like Midsommar fucked me up. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like the platform. Sorry. No, it's okay. So the I got through half of that. Me up. I got through half of that. Like, mm-hmm. but I like <laughs> the things that fuck me up because then I go on YouTube and I'm like, what does this all mean? Like, <laughs> the obsession. Yeah. Yes. Yo, yeah. those movies. Like, I I just leave 
thinking more, which I, I think that's the best thing about movies for me is when they like cause me to question certain things, even though obviously it's not real. Yeah. But, well, actually, yeah. I don't know. It might be real. <laughs> yeah. It, mm. <laughs> See, I felt that way with Candyman when I saw that. Oh, I didn't see. I that didn't one. realize it was a remake. Or, or yeah, that, the, the original. Yeah, I didn't realize. That. Yeah, I, I think because I, I I was watching the original. Now, obviously, not when it came out, but like I watched. <laughs> <Back> <laughs> I it was alive then. Um, but I I watched that and I was just like, that's a lot because it's it's just because it has a lot of like intersection because I think that was. I mean, they call I, th- I think that documentary is called Film Noir was talking about like how blackness always and queerness always intersects with like horror a lot. Mm-hmm. So like they take a lot of elements for that and they just kind of make that thing horror. Mm-hmm. But Candyman was one of the first things where I actually like saw that. And I was like, OK, because sometimes I just need something to make it click. And I was mm-hmm. like, OK, because I'm like, I'm not getting this from Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> personally. <laughs> I, love I, I just I. Uh, Halloween. I'm just like, why is he breathing and walking down the street? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Mm. So, um, I think I, I think I like stuff like that. Like that, like is thought provoking. Yeah, agree. Yeah, it is. It is a remake. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I think Jordan Pill's doing that a lot, which is really cool to see. Um, and using like black issues and black problems to kind of have a bigger conversation. Um, through yeah. horror. You know, (laughs) which is dope. And also, like, what do y'all think about like um, Black Mirror, like things like that? (gasps) I love Love it. Love it. Okay, love it. Like, because I'm ups. I'm. I'm. I was obsessed with that show. Love it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because it's exactly like you were saying. Like, it makes you think. Because there's so many. Like, there's so many episodes that are obviously drawing like huge parallels to like our modern day society and like different aspects of it, and either like critiquing it or or you know having a commentary about it. And so it's just. And then even the ones that don't, though, it's kind of a interesting like what if sort Mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. And we almost live in like a Black Mirror episode, so to speak. I know it, they Same. put it like, they put it like objectively out there with like showing the numbers or like doing certain things or, but I feel like that ain't too far from what we going through right now. Yeah, <laughs> so well, yeah get, give it a month. <laughs> You'll be right there. <laughs> the funny thing is like, especially when like, those of us who have anything to do with like streaming or anything sort of like somewhat public facing, because it's like, you know, obviously the, the probably the most famous episode nosedive where Bryce Dallas Howard is like, you know, yeah, yeah. You, you, everyone has like the social rating or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's like, we don't mm-hmm. have that, but we do have like, I mean, the internet and the fact metrics. that like mm-hmm. anything you've ever, yeah, exactly. Metrics, like how many, how much engagement is your, you know, Twitter getting? Oh, it's not getting as much. Oh, okay. Well then you're not going to get as many opportunities mm-hmm. and, and, and things like that. So it's like, you know, in that episode, your like social score had real life ramifications, you know, oh, you can't live here unless you have like a 3.5 or above or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's the exact same thing. Like, oh, unless you have 10,000 concurrence or whatever you know or ten thousand followers or whatever you're not right for this ad campaign yeah and, and it's, it's like that's people's livelihood it's that's- almost become <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> well it kind of has become like social currency i i yeah i it's like clout tokens like oh yeah they actually yeah, yeah. genuinely can benefit you or make things harder like i actually was watching a video somewhere i don't know if it's correct but it seemed correct i, I gotta check my sources but actually Netflix doesn't make any money, but it has so much value because of the the amount of subscribers they have. And that inherently is valuable to investors and people around them. So they place a number, but they actually output more money just creating their own 
um, their own shows and stuff because, but that increases their subscriber count, which, and then makes them more profitable technically because they have access to so many different people around the world. Right. That's very interesting because I didn't know that, and but please that makes keep making sense. the Witcher. <laughs> please. <laughs> I need something to stare at. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but I was like, I was wondering, I was like, how does Netflix make money? I was like, it can't just be from, can it just be from subscribers? It's not. And they that- also have merchandise too. So all the things that they own, if they make merchandise mm-hmm. from it, then mm-hmm. probably not The Witcher because there's always a legal battle <laughs> with that franchise. But like things like Stranger Things, for example, mm. like they own that. So when you have Stranger Things merch, they do make a profit off of that. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. And I, I was, I was, I wouldn't wonder that for a long time because I know Hulu. You know they have ads. Like I think Peacock yeah. has ads, and I'm like, well, Netflix doesn't have ads, but that makes a lot of sense. Yet, <laughs> yet, yet. yet. So they pro- I mean, they, they honestly, they probably have like product placement in their episodes mm. instead. Oh, that, you know, that, we, don't, that yeah. we don't even notice. You know, they have like brand deals with like whatever soda they're drinking or whatever, you know, what have you. So it makes a lot it's of also sense. subliminal. We don't even notice it, but Ooh, they're making money other ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we actually, by the way, we, we had another, I, we, Oh, went we off did. on other tangents. We had another Twitter question. <laughs> oh, okay, bring them on, bring them on, bring so, them on. Hi, Twitter. <laughs> um, Genesis on Twitter asks for tips on getting over the fear that your cosplay isn't good enough. There are so many amazing ones out there that mine pales in comparison, which is probably not true, Genesis. But it's I not. Mean, listen to Genesis. the woman. <laughs> not true. Um, but I would say uh, what I've learned um when I was in my cosplay journey is like, there's so many different types of cosplay, which I think sometimes people don't recognize. Like you don't have to always be an armor builder. It's cool if you are, but maybe you're a closet cosplayer. Maybe you don't want to even make your outfits. Maybe you're the type of person that wants to buy it and you're more so like to do the makeup or do the hair. And I think uh, recognize that in yourself, you know, figure out what kind of cosplay you are and don't let seeing something else deter you away from being that kind of cosplayer because it is okay <laughs> and it's all right. Sometimes people need different levels and different types of cosplayers to then feel comfortable because I was looking at cosplay and I'm like, I don't know how to sew that well. I was just like, mm, will I ever <laughs> be able to do this? And then I saw people who like were taking things out of their closet and reimagining different pieces and that made me feel comfortable on my journey. So you never know who you can impact but also um, just find that value in yourself that it's okay to be at whatever level you are at. And through time, you may become this crazy elaborate sewer. You may not. And that's fine. Because again, there are different types of cosplayers and different levels and different, um, just different journeys and different pathways. So I think just because you think someone might not like it because it's not this elaborate thing or you don't think it may be good enough don't like look at that as true because in the reality there's going to be someone that likes it and someone that relates and someone that sees you and feels connected to you and I would say don't get caught up in comparing yourself Mm, to people because you can get lost very quickly and it's 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 scary there so do the thing that you love to do if you love the cosplay then just do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and find the thing that works for you like you Mm. said agreed 
that's great and i don't have any personal advice because i'm not a cosplayer i ha- like i have done a l- small amounts of cosplay but like i never considered it was such an infrequent thing i never considered myself a cosplayer but i really liked both of y'all's advice and you know especially like kiera what you were saying about it's like no matter what kind of quote unquote like level your cosplay is on or you feel like it's on it can serve a purpose and it can help someone mm-hmm. you know like i like i like i i really i you know one reason I never got into cosplay is besides not being super duper interested in it is like, I can't sew. I'm not super crafty. I can't make all those big armor cosplays, but there can be just as much like value, like you said, in, you know, doing like the makeup and, and the hair and kind of putting it all together and maybe arranging the photo shoot, working with a really talented photographer and mm. creating your own sort of art around it. So that's, I really like, that's amazing. I'm, I feel like I'm learning so much from doing, <laughs> doing this so podcast. West, so when's your next cosplay? <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe, see, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll get into it after I start watching anime. <laughs> we'll check in on you. <laughs> but do it, do that cosplay girl. Just do it. Yeah. Just post it and do it. <laughs> just keep going. The first step is just doing it. That's it. Just doing it. <laughs> I think my first cosplay was technically, I think I was in college and I had just bought something from Spirit, Spirit Halloween. It was like a Spider Girl um, cosplay. And I was just like, oh, who's Spider Girl? And then learn about like the multiverse <laughs> and who Spider Man daughter is and stuff like that. So just. Go for it. Yeah. That's such a fun way that you were like inspired by the character first. And then you were like, now I'm going to get into this like story, you know, based yeah. on it. Yeah. Because there's so many, like there's so many different characters and variants. Like I'm just like, sometimes it's hard to keep up, but like that particular, I was like, oh, let me hone in here. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I will say, here's what I will say. Not oh. necessarily just from a cosplay perspective is, do, you know, in addition to just do it, like don't feel like you have to be an expert on that like source material to cosplay a character mm. because I think there is a lot of like gatekeeping out there. And there are a lot of yes. people that are like, Oh, you're cosplaying this character. Oh, well, you know, what's some, you know, what's the, you know, they'll like ask you what's some ridiculous the backstory question. and how did they get yeah. here? And why? Yeah. <laughs> well, like how did she get her superpowers, you know, et cetera. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, you're just like, stop. I don't know. I'm yeah, just you're like, a, I just I, watched the movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> like, can't it just be like, I think it's valid to just be like, I like the character. I like the way this character looks or the way this character acts. Or you like something about the character. Yeah. Like, isn't that all you need to be able to cosplay? You just, I like something about this character, so I want to cosplay them. Yes. Yes. That's really it. Yes. Okay, well, that's how I feel, too. (laughs) You are absolutely correct. (laughs) But also, even not even just from anime, just like cartoons or like, you know, different cool things in history, like stuff like that. Like, you can literally just cosplay is for everybody. Do it respectfully. Yeah. But, you know, cosplay is for everyone. I cosplayed the Morton Salt Girl one time. The one. You didn't do that. I didn't didn't do that. (laughs) I was like, how come no one's ever done her? I was like, like, screw it. Let's try it out. I love that. (laughs) Are there any other kind of um, fun cosplays you've done like that? There are are maybe a character that you wouldn't, other people might not think to cosplay. Yeah, I think at one point during Black History Month, I instead of just doing black characters, um, I try to do iconic figures. Um, so like Aretha Franklin or mm-hmm. um, even like SZA or someone like that, that I f- felt they had major impacts and paved a lot of um, different roads for people of color. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I was just like, this is fun. It, it was nice to 
not solely just do like cartoons or anime, but to break out of the box, break out of the box and um, show respect and love for these people that I feel like um, deserve this kind of recognition. And like, I don't like, I don't see it often in that community. So I was like, oh, this would be like fun to do. Um, And then, you know, making the photo shoots look like exactly like the people, like having the grayscale or the grain or um, things of that nature. That was just like, it was just fun. And then one time I tried to do a whole bunch of uh, cereal box characters. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how that one went, but it was fun trying. (laughs) See, I'm inspired by locations around me to do cosplay. Ooh. So that's when it's best way. So like if you see me in like my house shooting, it's probably because it's winter or raining. But like if I see a place and I'm like, this character reminds me and looks like it belongs here. So now I'm going to do this thing because I do like mostly um, location shooting. That's why I miss living in California. Oh because my God, that's it, was, it was always warm. Yeah. Oh it's nice over here. There's no humidity. Take me back. You know? But no. without the taxes. <sighs> Gas is six dollars. <laughs> Oh my Ooh, god! Six and seven dollars. Yeah, don't don't. Oh. It's okay. Three three thirty. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> and we don't have to pump our own gas. <laughs> it hurts my heart every time I go. <laughs> For our listeners, the frowns that I'm seeing. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> I, I think gas. I think gas is like two eighty five in Ohio. <laughs> that works, but I you have to pump your own gas. Wait, or we do. You know? I'm yeah, sad. we do. Yeah. yeah. Is it so are you in your New Jersey? Isn't New, Jer- in New Jersey? I feel like New Jersey's the only isn't it the only place that you that you like you're not allowed to pump your own gas, it's, right? Yeah, yeah, it's against the law. So That's it's against wow. us in Wisconsin, I think. There's two oh, of really? us. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's so fascinating. So yeah. when I go to places like New York and I get stuck, I have to ask somebody <laughs> to pump my gas for me because I don't know how. You don't know how. Oh, wow. My God. <laughs> when I lived so in California, funny. I didn't bring my car for that very purpose. I'm like, I'm not learning what? how to pump my gas. That's I refuse. That's so crazy. That's so cool, though. Like, what? <laughs> cool fact. Spoiled. I'm spoiled. You're spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's great because it's not like, I mean, it's not like it's hard, but it's just like you get like your hand smells like gas and Mm-mm. it's just like, yeah, it's not a no, ball. Everybody's touching the thing. My hand smells yeah. like perfume. Mm-mm. <laughs> Can't believe Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. Because I've seen like YouTube videos of like people starting fires and I'm like, no, see, that would be me. Nope. Like a, a spark oh. or something will happen. I'm uh, like, I'm not doing that. I'm like, that's terrifying. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, that will be me. And I'll be all blued up. I'm not doing it. Oh this has God. been a very interesting podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know like a listening vision, like representation of my ADHD. This podcast <laughs> is what it is. I liked it. You know, <laughs> this is covered a lot of subjects. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, does anyone else have any other topics they'd like to explore before we go ahead and wrap it up? Are you making more music? See, I I, I have a love-hate relationship with that because okay. I okay. I don't think I'm good a good artist. What I, did we just tell okay, Genesis? Listen, okay. You do the cosplay, right, y'all, you do I'm the gonna, music. I'm going to California. Okay, 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 okay. Hear me <laughs> but hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Like, I'm not okay how do i put this i don't think Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay sorry okay i'm gonna (laughs) we're not gonna let you get away with i don't know while i think it's it's cool it's just also i just don't I, i i think i have to get comfortable with putting out music because 
I've kind of conditioned in my head that I'm not that great at it. And music, honestly, is kind of expensive. It is. <laughs> it is. And you don't really get money from it. Like you don't not saying you have to do it for money, but like even music artists that are big, they don't really make money from music. Um, and so it's hard for me sometimes to put myself in the mindset of like making music because one, if I already don't feel the best at it, and then I'm like putting in a lot of money, I just, I've kind of took it, taken a step back from it, which is why I like to like wrap in my streams now. Cause that's where I can get it out. But, um, there's just like other things that I, I feel like bring me a lot more joy I don't that's fair. I don't want to say I'll never put out music. I just don't know if this is the timing for it. Like if I if like if a brand deal wants to give me a, a music studio and place me in with some producers, go ahead, honey. And I will make you some magic on their tab, <laughs> yeah, on their tab. But right <laughs> now, I just I, I feel like I, I have a lot more love for other things. Not saying I don't have love for it, but. I like I know a lot of musicians and I see how hard they work and how much energy and passion they put into it. And I just cannot say the same for myself. I kind of do it like, oh, this is fun. And then I kind of just go around and I I just I see that and I see the difference. And there's other things where I feel like I'm doing putting all that passion in. But it's just different avenues. And I think if it comes time where I feel like, okay, I really am like passionate about making a lot of music, then I might potentially put out some more. But right now it's just like not on my radar. I don't want to say it's never going to happen. It's just not. It's just it's I, not in the heart of the cards right now. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not in the cards right now. I, I want to be that person that when they're doing something, they are extremely like into it and like it's almost like ride or die life or death and you need to get it done and you feel inspired. But I don't really feel inspired by music at the current moment personally um so I, I think I'll just wait for that passion or that inspiration to hit to then kind of put my heart into it if that time comes that was a and long one like <laughs> well like no but not everything has to be content too like sometimes singing in the house is completely fine I'm a trained See? singer and I don't even put stuff out I like doing that like honestly <laughs> like rapping on stream and doing it like that that's where I find like a lot of joy like that's really fun for me or just like doing care bad karaoke but um i don't think i necessarily have to like all right i need to package this get some cover art put it on spotify right. because that is a whole that's a whole that's work. job that's work that's a yeah. job that's like pumping your gas that's too much i'm just like I'm, <laughs> i was like i'm already trying to do content creation and comics and all these other things i'm like <laughs> i'm like if i ain't really about to be down for it i need to chill like i can do this just for a fun like I, I like doing it just like you know for fun as opposed to like outputting um yeah. like a project well no that is so important like i think confetti didn't you just say literally not everything needs to be content like yeah that's yeah. so true because I, I, I remember i think i saw you tweet like this would have been a couple months ago at this point you tweeted something about like skateboarding and oh, then you, were, yeah. you like i don't remember if like someone was like now give us content now give us skateboarding content or something yeah, they, and they, you like went off on them yeah. like not everything needs to be content some things are just for me, you know, which is so important for your mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they were like, I can't wait to see your skate videos. I was like, what? I'm just like, I have to do more things. I'm like, this <laughs> is for fun. I don't want to make this work. 
<laughs> I'm tired. Not everything has to be work. I'm, I'm yeah. okay with this not being work. <laughs> yeah. But like, and then when you talk about like, the, cause I grew up like, you know, we grew up with like social media. So it's just like, sometimes I just want to share that. Like I'm having fun skating. Yes. Yeah. That, and then that's yes. it. Yes. Like, yes. I still want to like sometimes enjoy social media as a human being. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm at the skate park and I'm having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That part. And I also saw, I correct me if I'm wrong, you are a feature creator at DreamCon. I am. Hi guys. I'm going to talk Con. about that. Um, I'm going to be at DreamCon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm also going to be actually going to ColossalCon too. Um, I, okay, cool. Which is really fun. I, I don't think I've ever really been a guest at a convention only once and it was Kurt Kahn. Um, but other than that, I've, always tried to be one and they never really approved or I'm not sure what happened. So it's going to be interesting and cool to kind of do that and see what that's like and um, host my own panels and um, have the conversations that I want to have and like these activations at these different conventions um, and seeing how that goes and learning from them. I'm excited and terrified to you're going to do great. Thank you. I'm ah, we'll see. I'm I'm excited. It's going to be different. I'm just going to be like, I'm on the other side now. Woo. And we miss each other at NYC Anime. So if we don't see each other at DreamCon, I will lay on this floor and cry. I, again. We will see each other. We will see each other. We will see. Because I was like, oh, Kiara's here. Oh, my gosh. You better gone. come to my panel. I'm skipping it. No, I'm going to come. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited. It's cool. It's different. And um, I'm just blessed that I've been able to kind of have this longevity in my career that I didn't even know was going to be my career um, and being able to kind of see it transform, um, maintain and just show me into different pathways that I just never knew were possible for myself or that I would end up being in. But I mean, I believe, like I said, you're somebody who I even looked up to, like just seeing your content and seeing all the versatile things that you do and learning so much from this podcast that I'm going to go cry later. That, you know, that you're not alone. And when we talk about like leveling up and things like that, sometimes it's not always just the set journey of mm-hmm. things that we have, like the path, we're going to do this, we're going to get a partner, we're going to do this and this. Is that Sometimes it's just going with the flow and just mm-hmm. vibing and just seeing what works, but also having the courage and to, to try new things. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank Kira. you guys. Seriously. Y'all are so sweet and amazing. And I really enjoyed this conversation. So I appreciate y'all having this podcast for one and bringing on different people and just like sharing their stories and talking like this is very, very nice. Thank you. I needed this girl. I was sad yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Say, I mean, I, like I said, I'm just getting over food poisoning. So Oh it's my Monday. God. Well, Oof. almost Thursday, but yes. <laughs> Where people will be listening. My brain is... <laughs> no worries. Oh, it happens. That's why Jess is here. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I didn't have food poisoning. I can kind of wrangle this herd of cats a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, Kiara, can you please plug your social media, let listeners know where they can find you and any special kind of projects that you want to plug? Hey guys, I am Kira, please. You can find me on all platforms under the same name, um, except for on Twitch and TikTok. They took my name and they you have to spell please with a Z. 
but I think that gives it a little spiciness. So it's okay. Um, okay. yeah, just <laughs> keep on the lookout. I, I do want to start creating comic books. It will take me some time to get in the hang of that. Um, just because those things take time. Um, but hopefully you will enjoy the different pieces of content through that. Um, and hopefully I can do something a little different. You know, put out some new things and inspire you. Maybe if you want to be an artist or a comic creator, or a manga creator, this is, an, an again, another pathway, another journey that you can take and don't let anyone stop you to do it. Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> and Confetti, where can our listeners find you? I am Milady Confetti on every platform. Nobody's taking my name. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me at is TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, don't uh, Instagram. Please follow my Instagram. It's a, uh, it's it's a, it's a little scary over there. So <laughs> please, please follow me on Instagram because anime, anime Instagram has found me. So please come be my friend over on Instagram. <laughs> I'm already, I was saying, I'm already your friend there, so hopefully it's a little bit less scary. I don't know what you mean by scary, but, but. one of my one of my posts is like going very viral. It said like imagine your oh, first awesome. anime crush um battling mm-hmm. your current one, and it was Sashomaru versus Tengen Uzui from Demon Slayer. It's oh. a lot. <laughs> oh, okay, conversation starter. <laughs> Sashomaru uh, wins. <laughs> um, and then I am Jess Brohard. I'm not really super active on social media these days. I'm on a Twitter. I, I say Twitter and Instagram. I'm just at Jess Brohard because uh, nobody took those because I've got kind of a crazy name. And then, of course, um, don't forget to follow the podcast on social media at The Boss Level Pod. That's spelled L-V-L. Um, and also join our Discord for a behind-the-scenes look at the show. And you can recommend new guests or give us feedback and chat with us directly. It's a really good time. Definitely join up there and we will see you next episode. Bye. Bye, Bye. guys. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.